Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. So you might know stories about Jack. I bet you know the story of Jack and the beanstalk. Yeah. Jack and Jill who went up the hill. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack jumped over the candlestick. Oh, you don't know that one. (laughs) Well, this is a Jack story. Now, Jack like you, lived at home with his mother. But the sad news was that Jack's mother wasn't very well. In fact, she was really sick. And the doctors had come, and the doctors had gone, and they said, Sorry, Jack, there's nothing more that we can do. And so Jack, when the story started, was standing on the front porch of his house, wondering what he could do for his mother, when all of a sudden he looked out onto the road, and who did he see coming down that road but old Spindle Shanks himself, the Grim Reaper, Death. (gasps) Jack thought, no! No way! There's no way that you are coming to take my mother. And so he turned around and he got the key and he locked the front door and he dropped the key into his pocket and it clattered against a whole lot of walnut shells because he'd been cracking walnuts as he'd been standing there on the porch thinking. And then he ran out onto the road to meet Mr. Death. Well, howdy, Jack, said Death. How are you today? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm good, said Jack, but um, I'm kind of surprised to see you round here. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, me, said Death. I'm just out having a walk, you know, how it is. Oh, said Jack. Oh, well, I'm glad I met you then, because um, I have some questions. I've heard things about you. <laughs> sure you have, Jack, but you shouldn't believe everything you hear, you know. I heard that you can, like, change your shape. Well, you know, I appear to people in different ways depending on what they believe, Jack. Yeah, but I've heard that you can, like, make yourself really small. Like, you can get into places where other folk can't go. Well, Jack, I go where I'm needed, said Death. Well, let's say... Just imagine, hypothetically speaking, that you were called um, to a house to collect someone and the front door was locked. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to collect them, would you? Because the door would be locked. (laughs) Oh, Jack, you think that a locked door is going to keep death out? (laughs) Oh, no, Jack, I'd just make myself real small and I'd squeeze in through that little keyhole. (gasps) Jack gulped. And then he suddenly had an idea. Well, if, if, if you can say things like that, but I, I think you're just boasting, said Jack. I think you're just making that up. <gasps> well, Death looked a little taken back. And Jack reached into his pocket and he pulled out one of the walnut shells. He said, 
If you can make yourself so small, do you think you could make yourself so you could fit into one of these walnut shells? Oh, Death took the walnut shell and he looked at it. And he looked back at Jack and he said, Well, I'll tell you what, Jack. I know you've been having a hard time lately, so I'm going to humor you, all right? And with that, Death disappeared. And the walnut shell fell to the ground. And when Jack picked it up, there was a teeny tiny death inside. And Jack reached into his pocket and he got the other half of the walnut shell and he tied it together and... And then he took a spade and he dug a big hole in the garden and he put that walnut shell in and he pushed a big stone over the top. And then he was feeling mighty pleased with himself when all of a sudden he heard, Jack, what are you doing out there in the garden? Jack looked up and there was his mother standing on the porch. Ah, said Jack, and he ran towards her. And what's the meaning of it locking me into my own house like that? <laughs> oh, ma, said Jack, I, I thought, I thought you were, I thought you were going to die and leave me. Oh, no, Jack, <laughs> you can't kill a weed, said Jack's mother. But you know what? I'm very hungry, Jack. Hmm, I feel like I could eat a horse. <laughs> that I'm going to eat a horse, of course. <laughs> but maybe we could eat a chicken. Do you think you could go around to the backyard, Jack, and get us a chicken for our supper? Well, Ma, I sure could, said Jack. And Jack went around to the backyard and he picked up the axe and... Oh, it was a slow chicken. He caught one. And he put the chicken on the chopping block. Oh, have we got any vegetarians in the audience? Oh, well, this is the reality of eating chickens. Somebody has to do this. And Jack, he lifted up the axe and he brought it down onto the chicken's neck, but... Boing! It was like the chicken was made out of rubber. And the axe bounced off. Well, that's never happened before, said Jack. Maybe the axe is a bit blunt, so Jackie sharpened the axe up again and he took the chicken and he got the axe and... Ba-doing! Nope. Ba-doing! Ba-doing! Wow, this is the strangest thing Jack had ever seen. He let go of the chicken. <laughs> he ran off as fast as it could, sensing a reprieve. Well, a second chicken was more difficult to catch because now the chickens knew what Jack was up to. But the same thing with the second chicken. He couldn't kill it. Well, that is very strange, said Jack. Well, who needs chickens? I'm going to make my ma a veggie soup from the garden. Yeah, that's what you need when you're not being well. A nice hot soup. So Jack put down the axe and he went over to the veggie patch. And he thought, well, I'll get some onions and some potatoes and, uh, oh, maybe some parsley and some beans. But when Jack went over to pull the onions, uh, uh, they wouldn't come out of the ground. He tried to pick the beans off the vine. But they held on tightly and they wouldn't let go. He couldn't even pluck a few leaves of parsley. Whew, said Jack. I don't know what's gotten to the vegetables, but I'm going to just go into town and buy us some food. And he called out to his mother. Ma! Ma! I'm just going into town to get us some food for our supper. And Jack headed down the road. But when he got to the marketplace, all he was met by was strange looks on people's faces. The butcher's apron was white. I'm sorry, Jack. I got no meat today. Well, I, 
I don't know what's wrong, but none of the animals, they couldn't be killed. And the same with the grosses. Well, Jack, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Never in my life before. I went out to the pear tree. I couldn't get the pears off. I couldn't get the apples off. I couldn't get the plums off. I couldn't get anything off, Jack. I got nothing to sell. And when Jack went to the baker, it was the same. Well, Jack, I just... I just tried this morning to break the eggs to make the cake, but mm, the eggs just, they just wouldn't break, Jack. I don't know. Uh, I, I have to check the chickens. Maybe they've eaten something strange. No cakes, no fruit, no vegetables, no meat. Jack went home empty-handed, and he and his mum had a cup of tea and sat around the table eating dry biscuits. And there was a big, fat blowfly. buzzed around their heads and every time Jack swatted it bzz, bzz, it would pick itself up again off the ground and bzz, bzz, fly around again well this went on for a day or two and Jack's mother she said I don't know Jack ever since I felt better it's been very strange you know what it's like Jack it's like death has gone on a holiday and forgotten about us all yeah. Well, that'd be good, don't you think? said Jack. Yeah, you know, like if death just forgot about us all and we could all live forever. Whew, said Jack's mum. Well, forever's a very long time, Jack. <laughs> yeah, but and uh, you know what, Jack? What are we going to eat if we live forever and everything else is going to live forever as well? I think we're going to get mighty hungry. And Jack looked at the empty packet of biscuits on the table. Well, Ma, I, I'd just be real sad if, if you went and died. I'd really miss you, said Jack. Oh, of course you would, Jack. And I'd really miss you as well. That's what comes of loving people, Jack. Our grief is love with nowhere to go. But I gotta tell you something, Jack. You can't have life without death. It's a big old wheel and it just keeps on turning. And Jack listened to what his mum had to say. And when she was busy doing another chore, he went out into the garden and he pushed that big rock off the hole. And he reached down into the hole and he found that walnut. And he untied the string around the walnuts and ba-dum! there appeared death again. Looking a bit crumpled, I might add. And Jack looked at Mr. Death and said, Well, I'm real sorry. I'm real sorry for what I did. Oh, it's all right, said Death. You wouldn't be the first to have an idea like that. And you won't be the last, Jack. Now, you have yourself a good day, said Death. And Death opened the garden gate and stepped out on the road and walked along the road away from Jack and his mother's house. And he didn't look back. Well, days turned into weeks and weeks turned into months and months turned into years. And Jack and his mother, they didn't see Mr. Death round those parts. But one day when Jack's mother was very old, Death came back to collect her. And she was ready to go. And so was Jack when his time came as well. And that is the story of Jack 
and death in the nut. Mm. So there you go. You've got two stories to pop into your story sack because we're all like a big sack of stories, aren't we? Yes, I bet you know lots of stories, especially if you're coming to the Fadi Puka Puka all the time. It's a great place to collect stories. And maybe when we've finished our session, which will happen very shortly, you could go and have a look in the 398 section of nonfiction and you could find some more stories like the stories that I've told you today. They're traditional tales, old stories that some people say aren't true on the outside, but they might be true on the inside. That's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? How can a story not be true on the outside, but true on the inside? Hey, well, thank you so much for coming into your library today. It was lovely to see you. Hopefully before too long, we can actually come down and visit you in person or come up, depending on which way you think the fish is. And uh, until then, enjoy the rest of your holidays and stay safe. And remember to pass those stories on that we've shared with you, because that's how you keep stories alive, by telling them to somebody else. Matewa. Matewa. See you later. Bye. Kakitiano. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to hear more stories and songs, you can go to our website www.imagined-worlds.net. <laughs>